Hey, my friends out there in podcast land, we're going to have a great time. Got a great sermon for you. It's going to be fiery, and I hope you're on the right side of the kingdom, because if not, you're going to get burnt today. God bless. Hey, everybody out in podcast land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. And it's a day after Memorial Day, 2023, the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, what a beautiful day we have today, folks. Now, we have some heavy subjects to cover today. Something I've been wanting to dive into, I've been waiting, and the Lord is releasing me today. So you get ready, we're going to dive deep into some very heavy subjects, and change is coming my listeners out there so let us read some verses here first let's start off in galatians 5 19 through 21 now before we go any further i want us to pray we need to pray for a guard over your heart a guard over your mind and we need to be prepared for the attacks that are going to come and i'm telling you what if you bind with me in this we are going to we're going to break through some of the darkness that is around even in our areas even close to home the devil is encroaching and i've already caught him i've caught him a long time ago on this i've been praying about it working on some things and now god is wanting me to preach something so here we go now lord jesus we ask you to bless each one of us today my hearers out there to break the chains that are binding them to loose their minds the captivity that the devil has over their hearts over their soul that has bound them through soul ties through lust through lies, through craving, through disobedience. And I ask you to break those chains, say, through revelation. Let it get into their mind to open up those dark recesses that have been locked away. Perhaps something bad has happened in their childhood. Perhaps something bad has happened throughout their teenages, years. Through Maybe something bad has happened even in their marriages. Something as bad has happened in their family. And I'm asking you now to take authority over that. Because of these words that are going across this air, we are taking back the power that the prince of the power there has right now by the authority given to me as the man of God and the authority given to me as man on this earth to have dominion. And I ask you to bless my hearers now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Got your socks on and your shoes tightened, my folks out there, brothers and sisters in the Lord? Let's read Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I would put this verse somewhere where you can see it if you have troubles. And if you think that you are just going to skate right into the kingdom of heaven with no problems and you can carry these things on your belt and and you think God's just going to give you a pass, you better think again because it's telling you right here, there's no way around this. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. You might say you have it on earth. 
People might pat you on the back, your friends and family, and you might look in the mirror and tell yourself, but you will not inherit the kingdom of God, my friends out there. And what is happening to our earth right now is a scourge. It's a dirge on humanity. It is coming across the land to pollute your soul so you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And what are we talking about? We're talking about sexual sins. We're talking about drunkenness, cravenness. We're talking about things that the body craves for that are not godly. I'm going to read a few more verses here to lay some foundation before we go any further. Then I'm going to preach my heart out. 2 Timothy 3, 6-7 through 7. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is a very powerful verse here, my friends. For of this sort... What sort? The kind that creep into houses. What houses? Family houses. Structured homes. A mom, a dad, and children. A family. Something God has said I will create. Nobody else will create this. You can grow it in a lab. You can inject it into somebody. You can make something and call it whatever you want. But I will put my seal of approval on a family. And what is a family? One man, one woman, and children. Birthed from that man and from that woman. Grown and grouped inside of a home. Working together as a family unit. Raising and training children up in the way they should go. In the fear of the Lord and admonition of God. Why not is... Why don't people see this as easy as it is? But because we are in a we are in a drunken state. We are in a lewd state. We, our eyes have been glossed over with so much sensual lust and billboards and televisions and shows and nonstop in our families. I'm telling you what, most of this is in our families that is causing our problems. Who are these that creep into houses? I'm going to tell you who they are. They're perverts. They're perverted in the heart. They're perverted in the mind, and they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. And I'm telling you what, there are some people that I know for a fact to this day that if they do not straighten up and seek God for who he is, they have already lost their place out of the book of life. It is no longer there. You can see these people. They say things like, I give to the church. Yeah, that's great. I go to church every Sunday. That's great. I do everything the pastor asks. Yeah, that's great. But then when you go home, you get on the internet and you start dabbling with porn. You go home and you start to flirt with somebody that's not your wife or husband. You go home, you go to work, and you start to lust after what you see with your eyes as they walk in front of you. You start to lust each day and it's in your heart, but you give to the church. You go to the pastor, you clap your hands, you praise, you sing. You know why you can do that? Because you found a way to override your conscience. That great gift that God has given you to keep you on the straight and narrow path. To follow God's word as you see God's word and God reaches into your heart and it binds with your conscience and it starts to say, whoa, David, you're going the wrong way. Whoa, you shouldn't have done that. Whoa, you need to apologize. And you act upon that and you repent and you've done the perfect thing that God wants. But the problem is, is we have people that hide. We have people that lie. We, peep, we have people that deceive from the highest offices in the church, kingdom of God, to the lowest offices of the church. And then this world is full of this. This is how the world is run, my friends and fellow family members and loved ones and brothers and sisters of God out there. The world is run on this. So why are you dismayed when you see all these things happening? 
The why I am preaching against it is because it has creeped into the home. It has creeped into the church. It is inside the place it should not be. In a place that people should be warriors. People that should be standing up shoulder to shoulder and guarding one another against these things. Instead, we dabble in them. We play in them. We allow people to do them. We even justify it. There's a spirit of incest that has been going across the land for many, many years. It has been here since a long time. Let's read something here. Let's look at Genesis 19, 30 through 36. And Lot went up out of Zor and dwelt in the mountain, and his two daughters with him. For he feared to dwell in Zor, and he dwelt in a cave, and he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. Now, I'm going to put that in layman's turn. There's no one to have sex with us. We are yearning for sex because we have to have this need fulfilled. We can't be patient. We can't wait for God to give us the right person. We have to do it our way. And our way says, I'm going to do it with this person. Even though it is rejected upon society, even though God says do not do it, even though these are things that are condemned upon everyone that looks upon you, you say things like, I have a right. I am not totally blood related. And you come up with all kinds of terms to justify it. And in a sense, you don't see what you're doing. You are destroying your family. You are destroying your name. You have destroyed your testimony with God. You are walking a very bad, dark line into darkness. And you don't even see it. And you carry around anger and hate and resentment for anybody that would speak against you. But you have thrown the first darts with your axe. I am 100% against anyone that gets a divorce and marries somebody from their family. I am 100% against somebody that has, has been a former wife in a family that goes around marrying brothers and uncles and cousins. I am 100% against it and God is too. I don't care if your pastor says it's okay. I don't care if you say it's okay. I don't care if your friends say it's okay. The word of God says that is sin. It is a sexual sin. If you're there dabbling and you're going from man to man and you say, I got married, it's okay. No, it's not because it was never a marriage. It was condemned from the beginning. But because of your lust, but because of your pride, because of your anger, and you say things like, I'm a big person. I can do it myself. I can do whatever. Do you know that you've separated yourself from God, you foolish one? I don't care what you look like. You're drag you can drag your skirt across the grass. You can have the longest hair in Pentecost. You can be the holiest person in the Catholicism. You can be the greatest giver in Methodist. I don't care across the board. Baptist, you could have baptized more people than anyone I've ever heard of. You do these things and you are not entering into the kingdom of God, my friend. Why? Because it's not my words. I have not made any of these scriptures my scriptures. I have not wrote any book and put these in it. These are the words of God. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, why is there contentious? Because of these things. Because you have perversion in your heart and you want to argue and bicker and fight. And you find more comfort hanging with gossipers and liars and those that have a form of godliness. They say they love God. They say they believe in God, but they don't pray. They don't quit doing the things that they're doing, the addictions that are all around them. They don't care to stand away and say, I'm going to separate from this world. But you're going to yoke yourself up with these people and sit and gossip about your family, about your friends, about your boss. You sit and gossip and gossip and gossip it's contentions 
It's jealousies. It's outburst of wrath. Why would you have outburst of wrath? This is something I'm working on. It's a hard one to fight. When you are afflicted in your soul, your soul lashes out. And it wants to do something. It wants to justify itself. Why would your soul want to do that? Because you got perversion. And you want to go out there and do something that you want to do even though everyone has condemned it. Even though your family has condemned it. Even though society has condemned it. But you want to keep doing it. You want to keep pushing it. You want to push the envelope because you don't want to be alone. You want to do the things that you think that God's going to bless. God is not going to bless it, my friend. Bestiality. God is not going to bless that, my friend. Homosexuality, God is not going to bless that, my friend. You can change your identity. You can do whatever you want, but God is not going to bless it. And everyone that sends their hand upon it and sends their seal of approval and speaks against this man of God to say that these words are wrong and that your words are right, you have condemned yourself. I don't care what you do to my, my body. I don't care what you do to my words. I don't care because it will last. It will outlast you. And you can kill me, you can torture me, but I will outlast you with these words because these are not my words. I have yoked myself with the words of God and I preach the word of God. I do it not for money. I don't sit here and ask for a handout. I don't ask for donations. I preach the word of God as I see it. When God says there's sin in the camp, you need to preach against it. And I preach against it. And I want to see people act upon it and repent. If I do not see that, things are going to be very bad in your life. Very, very bad. And you will you will reap in this life, not just in the next life, but you will reap in this life the corruption that you are sowing. Outburst of wrath. Selfish ambition. Selfish ambition. You want to know why there's divorce? Selfish ambition. You want to know there's perversion? Selfish ambition. You want to know there's strip clubs? Selfish ambition. You want to know why there's people out there doing the things they should not be doing with animals, with family members, with incest? Selfish ambition. Dissensions. Heresies. Envy. I deserve this. That person shouldn't get that. They don't deserve it. I do more for God. I do more for the kingdom. Why does that person get more than me? Selfish ambitions. Envy. Murders. Oh, I quit drinking years ago. Drunken's in this. I quit drinking years ago, people say. I am no. I go to AA. I do the things that I'm supposed to do. But you're doing all these other things. You're doing fornication. You're doing uncleanliness. You're doing lewdness. You're doing idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, and dissensions and heresies and envy. But you quit drinking a long time ago. Do you see the folly that you're speaking? Revelries. And the like, of which I tell you beforehand, and I want to pause here. Don't think because you're older than me that you have more seniority seniority than me. I want to get that out of the air right now. I see people that are in the kingdom of God, that I have won to the kingdom of God, that have sidestepped any word I say anymore as the gospel. They don't care. But yet all of their walk is based upon God sending me and knocking on their door, not for one day, not for two days, but maybe a year of tedious, taking my own finances and my own stresses and my own love that God has put in my heart to go after a soul and pour into that soul just to watch others come in and creep in and steal these women away or these men away that I've won to the Lord. They creep in. The like of which I tell you beforehand, just also as also I told you in the time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I don't care how much you give. 
I don't care how much time you go to church. I don't care how much you made food for the church. I don't care how many people you went to the church and clapped your hands and praised. If you're doing these things, the Bible says you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, there's judges that stand on the outside that point their finger like scribes and Pharisees that sit there and say, I don't do these things, and their hands are clean, and their mouth is clean, and nothing's going on in their life. But yet, what they're doing is they're pointing their finger and saying, that person is a sinner. They are worse than anything. Instead of praying for that person, instead of standing in the gap for that person, they would find it more joy in pointing a finger and condemning and causing more outbursts of wrath and more envy and more strife than getting it right with God the first time. Why don't you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and pray for your brothers and sisters? They are in need of prayer. They are being swept away day and night by the enemy, the evil one. He is creeping into these homes of these women. These women that should be godly women of their age. Elderly women that should be, should be walking into the kingdom of God with, with great grace and favor and elegance of speech. And when you see them, they're entreating to be around. But instead you get bitterness you get gossiping, you get coldness, you get envy, you get strife. And most of these people are perverted in the heart. You don't see it on the outside, they dress nice. But on the inside, they are soul tied to people that are killing them, that are killing their soul, that are dragging them down to the pits of hell, my friend. And I hope it's not anyone that's listening to this today. Because if it is, you need to repent. If you think you're going to marry another family member and get away with it, you are mistaken. You need to walk away and run from this spirit. Because this spirit is coming to steal your testimony. This spirit is coming to kill, steal, and destroy. It is going across the land. It is going into the schools. It is going into the homes. It is going into the churches. It is stealing whoever it may. It's consuming souls left and right. And you are helping it. You are aiding and abetting it, my friend. And it's time for you to wake up. We need to start praying against this spirit. This is a perverted spirit. There's people out there that cannot wait on God. They have to do it for themselves. That is not the spirit of God. That is not what Christianity is all about. There is so much perversion happening right now. And you can stop it by saying no. And doing what God has instituted from the very beginning. One man, one woman, and a family. A family unit. If you see a family unit, you need to pray for them, not talk about them. Do you know how many times I get gossiped about and talked about? And I'm not just saying it because I'm thinking it. I know it. You know how many people try to tell me how to raise my kid? Tell me I'm doing it wrong? Tell me I should be doing this? Don't come and visit me. They don't come and to come and ask if I need anything. They don't come to do anything but tell me I'm doing something wrong. I'm a big boy and I can pull up my pants too. And I'm not worried they should be more worried at coming against the family unit and what God has ordained than anything that they think they can do on this earth. God and God's kingdom is never going to be shaken. God has put his seal of approval on the family unit. If it is done the way God has instituted it, it is blessed by God Almighty. It has got angels, angels and angelic beings all around this home and everyone's home that is a family unit out there. Why do you think you're under attack so much? Why do you think you're bombarded from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep? You are a conviction into the world's eyes. You are a conviction into those perverts. They do not like it. 
They want to take what you have because they have envy. They can't get it because they can't wait. They can't go out there and wait and do it the right way. They can't be patient. Most times people ruin their relationships because of impatience, because they think they deserve something, because they don't like what somebody else did and instead of forgiving or working together with their spouse, they want to separate. They want to break it off. They want to run and they want to cheat, thinking that the guy that they're going to get or the woman they're going to get next is better. Wake up. We have lots of examples for years and years and years around us. You can look around and see the effects of what this sin has done to our humanity. You can look around and see the effects of families. Look at our very own family and see what's going on. But yet you're a big person out there. Nobody tells you anything. You better take this scriptures. You better take this sermon. And you better take this podcast to heart today, my friends. And you better pray. I'm telling you what, sin is knocking at your door. It is in the very room that you are sitting. It is waiting for that weakness. The temptation is all around you. It's waiting. It's waiting. You're not special. You're not just anybody. It's doing it to all people on the earth. You're just the weak one that gives into it that allows it to live. And today is the day you stand up and say, no more. I am done with folly. I am done with this sin. It is out of my home. I will not let incest come into my home. I will not allow bestiality to come into my home. I will not be an adulterer. I will not be a fornicator. I will not be involved in lewdness. I will not be involved in sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath. And if you're sitting at a table day in and day out, and people there are gossiping about your children, about your family, about your husband, about your wife. You need to get up from that table and leave that person and dust your feet off. If you do not, you are already afflicted in your heart, my friend, my family member, my brother and sister, whoever you are out there. I'm way beyond hurting people's feelings, guys. I will forgive anybody. I will go and meet anybody anywhere to help the cause of Christ. I have demonstrated that. You shall know them by their fruits. And that's why I come up with this sermon. Because I look at people. I don't care of the outside. I look beyond the outside. I don't see as you see. I don't see as your brother out there sees. I don't see as your pastor sees. I see as the way God has instructed my heart. And when I look at people, I don't look at the outward appearance as men do. I look for the fruit of the Spirit. What kind of fruit are you bearing? And you shall know them by their fruits. If somebody has been in this 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you shall know them by their fruits. If you can look at that person and see the fruits that they have, you know what manner of man they are or woman. It's very easy. I've watched people for 20, 30 years that have not got any fruits. They've caused more destruction in the kingdom of God than they've added to any of the household of God. They've not won won a soul. They can't look at somebody and say, look at that soul. And it's not just that soul. That soul went out one souls. That soul is propagating. That soul is out there growing. It is nourished. It is a thriving soul for the kingdom of God. Can you put your hands on those kind of people? If you cannot, you have failed. And it's time today to change. It's time today to go and invest in a soul instead of some saying, I need somebody to invest in me with perversion. Your lust is not important to the kingdom of God. Your sexual desire is not important to the kingdom of God. If you put it in its rightful place and you are a godly home and you are doing it the right way, God will bless it. If you do not and you do not heed these words, the curse is already at your door. It's already there. 
Today is the day that you need to change and repent. See clearly. Take the scales off your eyes. In Jesus' name, let this be something that gets in your heart. Share it. God bless. the time that you should be praying and asking God to forgive you or you should be praying for another soul today. You need to get this spirit out of your family, out of your home and away from your life. You need to preach and preach it away. And you need to Galatians 5, 19 through 21 to be living and resonating inside your heart or you will not enter in the kingdom of God, my friend. You're not going to get in. I don't care. You can tell people, you can say it. I do not care what you say. If you do these things, you are not getting in. Plain and simple. You have to get around people like me. And you can stone me, kill me, do whatever you want. But there will be another person like me because God has ordained the truth to get out there. And it doesn't have to be in a building. It doesn't have to be behind a pulpit. It doesn't have to be out there in front of masses. God will get his word out there. He made a book. He laid a book down. It's been on a shelf. But anyone that goes to that book gets blessed. Anybody that rejects that book gets cursed. That's it. That's all. God bless.